So we just... I've, I've already hit record on mine. I'm just going to leave it running from now on, I think. Okay, cool. Oh, actually, I'm going to turn it so I can All see right. that. So let's do this, okay? Okay, so... Ready, right. okay. Cryptid Zone, the podcast where we're going to chat about cryptids. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. This is good. Yeah, this, I'm Lois Stone. I'm Jeremy Hughes. And let, let's discuss some cryptids. Okay, well, we're going to talk about one specific one today, aren't we? Yes, the Jersey Devil. Shall we first explain what a cryptid is? Yes, yes, we definitely <laughs> should. Uh, I don't know about you, but in preparing for this, a lot of people have asked me, Yes. What's a cryptid? Yeah, it turns out, like, uh, basically nobody knows, which is interesting. Including the guy who works at the design office of the university who helped me make the logo. That sounds like fun. Uh, yep, so I hope everyone else out there has explained to university employees <laughs> what a cryptid is. Um, so the first thing I did... I don't know about you when researching a cryptid is I took a what cryptid are you quiz. Oh, what? That's just the scientific what? method. This exists. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see this. Yeah. Um, yes. And I got El Chupacabra, which is, I think, my favorite cryptid. I can't believe I didn't find out about this until just now. Why? Um, so, so, okay. Yeah. Why are you a Chupacabra? Uh, well... Like he what? chills out Mexico. Also, I think there was a Scooby-Doo animated series that the Chupacabra okay, was but, in. But like, what, and what? he steals goats, and I just, I don't know, I think it's really funny. Okay, but my, my question is, <laughs> yeah. what personality oh, yes. do you think you so share with... It's, the quote, I, I wrote down a quote from the, the profile. It said, Chupacabras walk as if they own the world and will back down for no one. Okay. And I was like, that's, 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 that sounds accurate, yeah. That's what I want to be. God, I um, want to do this quiz now. <laughs> later we can we can put it up on our twitter so everybody yeah we can let's do, do that okay social media hashtag brand recognition yes <laughs> so good. okay so cryptid i've yeah. got two definitions okay one oh, from yes, the so oed the that. boring one okay I, this is such a fun notebook it has so many fun facts in it um so the oed says an animal whose existence or survival to the present day is disputed or unsubstantiated which is boring, but the cryptid wiki oh, yep. says on. cryptids are monsters. Yes. Ellipses, dramatic pause. Yeah. Except that cryptids could actually exist. It's true. They <laughs> when, could. The, when talking about Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster, uh, you're talking about something that could live on this earth right now. And probably does. Let's Pro- be honest. Probably does. Um, yeah. So that that's the very basic. But mm-hmm. then I found this guy, George N. Ebert. Okay. Wrote a classification of cryptids. Oh my god. <laughs> published in 2005. Okay. I, I think in a cryptozoology journal, which is a thing. It's a what? What's the name of the cryptozoology journal? I, I can't remember. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. I wrote a lot of notes, but not that one. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. Oh god, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so <laughs> there's ten different kinds of cryptids. Okay. So one distribution anomalies so that's like a known animal where it shouldn't be okay. so if you encountered like a kangaroo in kent okay uh two is variations of known species so like if you saw a purple kangaroo in australia okay uh three is survivals of recently extinct species so if you encountered like a dodo okay this is pretty boring so far. Yeah, so far, we're, the good stuff's Just at the end of the okay, list. Cool. Okay, I promise. Four is survivals of long extinct species. Okay. Uh, five is lingerlings. So survivals a of ex- ling- extinct species, but not to the modern day. 
So like a Victorian person saw a dinosaur. Okay. That's a lingerling. I love that word. Right? Lingerling. That's so good. <laughs> um, so then six is not known in the fossil record, but related to known animals. Okay. Seven is not in, from the fossil record or related to other animals. Okay. And then here's the good stuff. Good. Eight is mythological with a zoological basis. Okay. Nine is paranormal with animal characteristics. Great. And ten is hoaxes and misidentifications. Okay. But then... There are six things that aren't cryptids. Okay. Yeah. So one, it has to be significant. So insignificant things. So they have to be big or weird or dangerous okay. for it to be a cryptid. Um, if it lacks controversy, then it's not a cryptid. There's okay. got to be arguments about whether or not it exists. Cool. Um, things he says, um, erratics. So like escaped exotic pets. Mm-hmm. So if the you saw a kangaroo in Kent, but it was like it got out of somebody's garden. Yeah. Doesn't count. Four is bizarre humans. Um, which I was, <laughs> I was really disappointed about because my retirement plan was to go live in the woods and become a cryptid. Okay. But now that's just off the table. So, so they don't, you don't count as a cryptid. I've got to pay into my 401k like everybody else, I suppose now. Yeah. Um, yeah. um anyway, five is angels or demons. Okay. Are not are not cryptids. Okay, so it's it's strictly like staying away from the religious aspect. Yeah, aspect, yeah. The, like if you see an angel or demon, that's just an angel or demon. All right. Of course. Six. This is my favorite. Are aliens? Except, this is a quote. Unless they arrived a long time ago and thus classify as residents. Okay, so this is like a Stargate situation. Yeah, but I mean, what I think that they mean is if they've been on the planet a, a long time. But I was sort of imagining this as like stars hollow like yeah jim's a bit weird has like green skin but he don't understand that reference oh it's from gilmore girls Uh, like small town america wait are there aliens (laughs) no i'm saying they're not but i was imagining like the perfect small town and there's just an alien who's and nobody says anything because he always volunteers at the pta okay got it um but he would be a cryptid cool yeah so there's your intro to cryptids that's so much more complicated than i thought I'm learning so much about science. Science that you didn't even know that you would be learning today. Oh. We're opening minds and opening hearts. I feel like I need to be taking notes. (laughs) Opening doors. Opening Uh, doors. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the Jersey Devil. Yes. That's today's. That's today's. Yes. Uh, What's the Jersey Devil? Do you want to... Did you... So, have you heard of the Jersey Devil before we I, said we were going to do this? I actually hadn't. Okay. No, okay. I've never heard of the Jersey Devil, which is weird because now I look up, it's just everywhere. Yeah. Like it's yeah. quite one of, the, one of the big ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a huge hole in my knowledge. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a there's a professional hockey team named after it. I'd, so I'd heard of the Jersey yeah. Devils, but yeah. I didn't realize the Jersey Devils were the Jersey Devils, i.e. the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. neither did I, to be honest. But do you do you have uh, intro notes about what the Jersey Devil is? So I don't I didn't have any detailed notes. Uh, okay. Because so so I don't have any detailed notes because and I feel like we should we should talk about the research we have done. Yes, collectively. absolutely. We definitely did like a division of labor. Here yeah. Where I think you did the more traditional research in terms of like you looked at quote unquote scientific papers yes. and like encyclopedias <laughs> and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And I, in order to, to not just both of us having read the same thing, I decided to take a slightly different tack. I went on to bookdepository.com and typed in The Jersey Devil yeah. and bought this incredible paperback entitled The Search for the Jersey Devil Revisited by Chris Chaos. The best name. It's the best name. And and I, I 
genuinely curious if that's his real name or yeah. if he chose the name. It's like, would, did he choose the weirdness or did the weirdness choose him? I feel like, I don't know, if you're blessed with the name Chris Chaos, you've got to yeah. you gotta you go just, run with it. You can't just become an accountant or no, something. Absolutely no, absolutely not. Middle, middle management's just not the choice for you. No. Um, so I did that yeah, and okay. also I watched uh, the History Channel's Monster Quest television <gasps> show, which I feel like that should become a regular segment, check in with Monster Quest, because as it turns out, yeah. there are a lot of Monster Quests. Yes. Um, but, so so the point I'm trying to get at is yeah. my research is maybe a little bit less reliable, <laughs> a little bit shittier okay. than yours. But if you want me to I mean, do I'm the happy introduction. Do a little introduction, why not? Okay. Should I say what I what I yeah, encountered yeah, yeah. first? Okay, so I I I did get lost in a couple googling tangents, uh-huh. and I read a lot of um, like websites and blogs and stuff, and then just fell in a hole of like homemade YouTube documentaries. Great. Uh, so I've got a lot of information from those, and one notable thing is found a really fantastic Canadian TV show that talked about it. That's narrated by William Shatner. What? That I want to discuss later on. What? <laughs> because it. It changed my life, I think. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, it was it was great. No, no, well, I'll have to get to it in a bit because it was incredible. Okay. Okay, but anyway, Jersey Devil. Yeah, do you want me to read the prologue from uh, The Search for the Jersey Devil Revisited? By yeah, well, also, okay, first of all, it's revisited. So I want to know, is there uh, The Search for the Jersey Devil so th- by Chris Chaos? Like, is, is this volume two? So I... I- I mean, it's quite hard to tell. One thing I should get out of the way straight away is I was expecting this to be slightly more of a, like, a professionally produced uh, document okay. than it ended up being. It is basically, if you flick through it, and I'll show you some examples, it's not the best podcast material because I'm holding it and okay. you can't see it. I can try and describe it. But basically, it's like someone copied and pasted a website <gasps> into a book. Oh, my gosh. Photos and text and it does actually just look like a website yep the layout i mean it's got really low res photos they're not really lined up with anything all black and white yep all black and white uh, the the orientation of like where the words are is all over the place as well every, every once in a while when mr christopher chaos wants to link to a website he will just copy and paste the full <gasps> url Oh my gosh, here's a video of a kangaroo eating a bird. Yes, so... Did you watch is, this video? I did watch this video. As, like, all, all power to him, the URL does work. I okay. did type in the entirety of http colon forward slash forward slash www.australiangeographic.com.au slash topic slash wildlife slash 2014 slash zero two slash video hyphen kangaroo hyphen eats hyphen a hyphen bird forward slash... And the link works. Okay. But for how long? For how long do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, like, things on the internet do die. Because I had an issue where I, I found loads of articles that linked to njdevilhunters.com, uh, but that yeah. website's sadly dead. Oh, what? Yeah. So yeah, I, I have actually heard a bit, the, 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 the New Jersey um, devil hunters do come up both in this book and in the Monster Quest documentary. They they do. I did find an offshoot blog that they did that was okay. just like fun facts and there's one post on it yep. and it's responding to a question Do does the Jersey Devil prefer men or women? Like who sees it more? Um, and it was I think a 70-30 split to men. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And that's that's all that exists of the NG, uh, New Jersey Devil 
Hunter's blog. What happened? <laughs> well, if you're out there and you want to send us an archived version of your website, please do. Yeah, if you're if you're alive, let us know. <laughs> yes. Anyway, tell us more about this book. Okay. So I'm I'm I feel like the the best way, and I'm gonna be dipping into this book probably a fair bit mm -hmm. because there's so much. Yeah. There's just so much. Yeah. In this book, but I think as as an introduction to the book. And to the Jersey Devil itself, I'm going to read uh, this part, um, which is just called Prologue. Okay. 1735. On a dark and stormy night in Leeds Point, New Jersey, a mother who bore 12 children previous was birthing her 13th child. Out of anger and frustration, she cursed this child. Let this one be the devil! Three exclamation points. Hmm. The child was born, wrapped and handed to Mother Leeds by the midwife. Suddenly the child growled, leaped out of mother's arm, and landed on the floor. The baby grew wings, hooves, and mutated right in front of her eyes. With a scowl, the demon lashed out at the midwife, killing her instantly. With a quickness, the demon made an escape up the chimney, leaving mother in a confused state. The legend is born. The legend of the Jersey Devil. <gasps> so dramatic. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so you know, I found a lot, a lot of different versions of that, like the birth of the the Jersey Devil legend. Yep. But they are all uniform in that 1735 mm -hmm. thing. Every single version, and I I don't know why, and I think it's really interesting because all of the other details, like um, if the midwife was there, if the Jersey Devil killed anybody, yep. um, those all change. Mm -hmm. and um, when when she cursed the child as yeah, well. Yeah, um, And also, I noticed she's always called something like her last name is always Leeds but yeah. people can't agree on her first name I've heard Mary I've mm -hmm. heard what is it what do they call her in this book something something different yeah um, uh, well we should say as well where the Jersey Devil is of course in New Jersey yeah um, and uh, in an area known as the Pine Barrens which is a forest That's on a the, the coast right yeah. um, I got into a little hole I was googling the Pine Barrens just sidebar and it's the name of a really really famous Sopranos episode is it? Uh, yes which is the favorite episode of former Norwegian Prime Minister Jen Stolenberg oh, um, <laughs> the things you can find on the internet um, but yeah, so it's in southern New Jersey, uh, in an area called Leeds Point. Mm -hmm. uh, well, near that area. Right. Um, so named after the Leeds family. Yeah, and uh, and the Jersey Devil was known as the Leeds Devil until 1909. Oh, uh, um, let me let me jump to <laughs> a section in the book because uh, <laughs> this book suggests a few things. Yeah. I'm going to suggest we maybe stop calling it the the Jersey Devil altogether. Okay. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Convince me. Reading from the book again. Originally, the Jersey Devil was called the Leeds Devil. It was not until the 1900s the Jersey Devil name came around. Mm -hmm. Other names he was called were Hoodle Doodle Bird, <gasps> Wazzle Bug, <laughs> Flying Hoof, and Winged Dog. Winged Dog. So I, I suggest we just call it the Hoodle Doodle Bird from now on. <laughs> the Hoodle Doodle Bird? The Hoodle Doodle Bird. Fantastic. You know, those newspaper writers of the early 1900s, they provided a service. I don't think we can truly ever thank them for. That's true. The Hoodle Doodle Bird. Fantastic. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, so, but that, that birth, uh, the birth thing, like I said, I found a lot of different versions of it. In some of them, yeah, it kills them. Um, but I found one version where the Jersey Devil didn't kill anybody goes away, lives in the woods, but like comes back to visit and sits like on the garden and then Mother Leeds is just like, shoo, get out of here. That's, and that's my favorite version. That, yeah, that's kind of the vibe I get from the Jersey Devil. Like, yeah. No one 
Are there any reports of the Jersey Devil having hurt people? Well, there's one group of devil hunters that I found that said Mm -hmm. he's never killed any humans. Yeah. But uh, then there was this quote from from Monster Project on National Geographic. And they had uh, Lori, who was the head of the devil hunters, Mm -hmm. who I've written massive red stick on nails impressive in my notes um but she said a hundred miles a minute the speed the jersey devil can chew your intestines how does that work (laughs) um i didn't know there were speeds to chewing that you could like quantify in miles per hour yeah i was gonna say like like maybe a chomps per second (laughs) yeah yeah like like teeth per and also the other thing is that there there's like possibly one confirmed picture of the Jersey Devil. So it's not like they're out there with like a speed gun, right. you know, clocking it. Mm-hmm. We just, that's, it seems unlikely. Um, there are a couple reports of, I think in 1980s, of it eating uh, pigs or parts of pigs. I mean, we do that. I mean, that's true. That's true. But like leaving, we don't leave the carcasses in people's farmyards yeah. normally. That's true. Um, and, there was one report I saw from the 1909 uh, sightings, which is a big event we should probably talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, but that there was a call to the police, and they found and the Jersey Devil was had a hold of this like couple's dog, mm-hmm. uh, but didn't hurt the dog, just sort of flew away. But there was this magnificent illustration mm-hmm. of the devil just sort of like lightly hugging this oh. dog, and the dog's just chilling out. And I, I, maybe... You know, old JD's just a little lonely. He just wants to touch something soft. So I, I but yeah, I agree. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, think about the life the Jersey Devil has had, right? Yeah. Like, either before or as the Jersey Devil is being born, mother is like, basically, yeah. I don't want this child. <laughs> Fuck you. And then it turns into a, a hideous monster and disappears into the forest. It's like, yeah. what the hell? It's just, you know. Yeah, it just needs a little love. It's been abandoned. Yeah. All it wants to do is hang out with some cool dogs. I mean, we can all <laughs> we can all relate. With that. See, this is the kind of cryptid I would have been <laughs> <laughs> if humans were allowed to be cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the first sighting of the of the Jersey Devil uh, is 1790. I found mm-hmm. um, by a woodsman. His name's uh, Vince Larner. Great name. Yeah, I've got a quote from his personal diary. Oh yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, so. Described it as uh, uh, as large as a moose with leather wings. It had cloven hooves as big around as an oak's trunk. After it was through with the tree, so I think it was attacking tree, it yielded, yielded an awful scream as if it were a pained man and then flew across the pond until I could see it no more. Jeez. Right? That's intense. Um, yeah, and this this sort of description is the description that we see sort of all across the board. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's got big long face. Yeah. Sometimes horse like, sometimes dog like. Yep. Um, lion like in one picture. Oh, um, yeah, it's got wings usually depicted as sort of bat like. Yep. Um, and then back hooves, and then sometimes claws in the front, and mm-hmm. then like a tail. Yep. Um, and that's yeah, that's sort of across the board. Um, yeah, and then early eighteen hundreds, there's a report of uh people testing cannonballs and shooting the Jersey Devil, but it just, like, went through, and then he just flew off and was like, laters. They just can't leave <laughs> JD alone, can they? No. Um, and then also spotted by Joseph Bonaparte. Bonaparte? Yeah. Yep. Napoleon's brother. I, I love it. It's, it's just like, <laughs> Napoleon's brother, Joe. <laughs> yeah. The former king of Spain. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but like with only partial offense to New Jersey, um, if I were the former king of Spain, I don't think I would just be holidaying in southern New Jersey. Well, I mean, have, has it been... Do we know that he was on holiday? Or well, I mean, what else are you going to do when you're the former king? I think he was on a hunting trip, which is... Maybe he was Jersey devil hunting. Maybe. Well, maybe. Um, I don't know. I did read a New York Times article about uh, Jersey devil hunters that said that they they don't let anyone who wants to kill the devil, like, come with them to find it. Oh, that's cool. So they just want to find him just just because, you know? Just for For the pursuit of science. Yeah. Noble pursuit. Yeah. Which is why we're all here. It is. Um, Yeah. So we talked about what it looks like. Uh, early sightings. Um, let's see. And then 1909. That's a, that's a big time. Yeah. This is what is that phenomenon week? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've, this is referenced in this book as well. Did you get the reference that right before this happened? Well, I mean, I say right before, but it was like 1903. That's, there was a newspaper article that was like, we've definitely left the Leeds devil in the last century. None of this anymore. Yep. Everybody calm down. Yes. That's paraphrased, by the way. For six years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Charles Skinner, author of American Myths and Legends, claimed the legend of the Jersey Devil had run its course and that in the new century, New Jersey would hear no more of the devil. The people of New Jersey rested easy with that thought for six years until the week of January 16th, 23rd, 1909. During this week, the devil would leave his tracks all over South Jersey and Philadelphia. He was seen by over 1,000 people. This was his largest appearance ever. This week was known as Phenomenon Week. (laughs) Um, you know, I sort of picture the Jersey Devil, like, getting a copy of this newspaper, like, a bit late, because it's got to be, like, thrown in the bin, and then it sort of, you know, wanders into the woods, and then he finds it, mm-hmm. and then just sort of, like, reappears, sort of, like, American Horror Story style, right. like, thought you saw the last of me, Yeah. You know? like, fuck you guys, you yeah. said I'm gone, here I am, I'm back. Um, yeah. Which I can appreciate that. Yeah, and then, and then just, like, showed up for a week, terrorized some people's dogs, yeah. Uh, left some tracks on, on in the snow, and mm. then was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. And I mean, it, it did its job, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I'm just going just gonna to come in for this one week, mm-hmm. and then a hundred years later, people are still going to remember me. Right? Like, I mean, just securing your legacy. You just put in one hard week, and it lasts a long time. Goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, then right around the time, there were a bunch of people in, like, Pennsylvania who were like, we'll pay you money if you catch the Jersey Devil. And then one guy said he had it, and it was just a stuffed kangaroo that he painted some green stripes on. Um, and yep. people do use this as evidence that it doesn't exist, but that this fake ca- this kangaroo has nothing to do with the real Jersey Devil. Yeah, of course. It has to do with this man trying to make a buck. Right. Right. Just because you faked the Jersey Devil doesn't mean there isn't a real one. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's, a, that's, a sound, that's a sound point. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to throw to me whenever you yes just just whenever well, the I, feeling takes you just ask for for a little bit of book <laughs> i well i have so many just fun uh fun things oh i have a couple other uh origin story possibilities okay me. okay so um so it, it has to do with mother leads uh, there's one version that says that after the Battle of Chestnut Creek, which is 1778, so actually slightly different date than the 1735, mm-hmm. a Leeds Point woman had an affair with a British soldier yep. and uh, was cursed with a devil baby for her treasonous behavior. Yeah. So sort of like, I don't know, into this idea that betraying your nation <laughs> gets, you, gets you a devil baby. Yep. Uh, there's one that a Protestant clergyman tried to convert the Leeds family to come to his church, and they didn't, and so then they got... 
this devil baby. Oh. Um, and then there's one that's a woman didn't give food to a hungry gypsy woman, and so she was cursed with a devil baby, which is very like Beauty and the Beast, yeah, I feel. Yeah, it kind of has. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not sort of, not really into into that. Um, Beauty and the Demon Baby. <laughs> yeah, the hot new Disney remake. Yeah. Um, look for it in theaters next year. Uh, yeah, so one of the things I found was really interesting is that they have a couple places that they think are the birthplace. They're like two different houses. Oh, are there? Yeah. How about this? Yeah, so they're, um, well, on a bunch of these documentaries, they have like the hunters going out and, and uh, one of the sites was burned down in 1950, oh, but no. it was like, you know, just chilling at a farmhouse and yep. uh, they think it's the best the best place and one of the documentaries was an A&E one great um, called Paranormal State Creature Cases oh god that sounds so good right and so they went out uh, to one of these places with infrared cameras cool and they're the ones who think that they have video footage okay. of the Jersey Devil have you um, seen the video footage? I have seen the video oh footage <laughs> I have not seen this um, so it's just infrared it's very small mm-hmm. and it's like Looks, it's got the long head and it's got sort of a body. You can see some hooves, and then it looks like something that might might be wings, okay. but it is very very small. Sure. Um, so I mean, I was I was like, okay, like I'll take it. However, I read a blog arguing against this. Oh no, not they, a blog. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, but it, what this was saying is that it used infrared of bats' wings, and said so it looks completely different than the infrared of this Jersey Devil's wings. Okay. So that it's probably, they probably weren't wings. Well, what, what if it has like special wings? Well, exactly. We In, don't know for sure what the wings look like. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't compare it to bat wings because like it's, what's the, what are bat's wings even made out of? Who knows? Who knows? No one knows. Science doesn't. No. So who can say? <laughs> yeah. We can't. We can't. And we're professionals. We are. No one knows better than us. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, that was one. And then I found one thing that said it could be a kangaroo, and the quote from it was, um, kangaroos are so very rare in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, that's, you can't fault them on the, that is accurate. Yeah, it is accurate. So, um, since we're at this point, yeah. would you like to go through the section of the book, yeah. which talks about what animals the Jersey Devil could be? Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, it's called, I think it actually it starts out, by looking at the Jersey Devil's diet. Okay. Um, oh, please so, tell me so about the, the section, diet. The section is called a speculative look at the Jersey Devil's diet, but actually it kind of loses track almost immediately and then runs through like... So, so first of all, it uh, goes through all the different features the Jersey Devil is supposed to have. Okay. So it says here, a horse-like face. Mm-hmm. Based on this description, the Jersey Devil's face could resemble a deer, horse, kangaroo, moose, or a bat. All of which are land mammals. Uh, just for everybody listening, it has this one picture of a head. Yep. And if you Google Jersey Devil, it's like the first illustration that comes up. It's from a 1909 newspaper. And it is the one drawing of the Jersey Devil in which they do not give it a horse head. Like that is decidedly like yeah. a lion's head. I know. It's kind of kind of doggish as well. Yeah. But it's, it's got, those are definitely not horse ears. And so I think if you were saying this is a horse head, that would not be the picture to choose Mm -hmm. uh so well done well done book anyway continue uh then mentions horns it says many cat animals have horns rams deer goats lizards and dinosaurs and of course the devil himself himself is capitalized i appreciate that (laughs) 
Uh, oh, and great, now it goes on. According to Wikipedia, a horn is a pointed projection of skin on the head of various animals. That's oh, fantastic. Really good. Talon claws. Mm-hmm. Usually the animals that possess talons are the various birds of prey, buzzard, eagle, falcon, hawk, or owl. Okay. Bat-like wings. Oh, they are bat-like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Okay, well, I well, take Chris it Chris Chaos back. has shown yeah. us wrong. Chris Chaos, what are, you, what are you doing? Cloven hooves. Okay, yeah. Oh, another devil himself reference here. Great. Uh, and now it just lists a bunch of animals. Okay. Uh, and just has pictures of them. Just has pictures of really, them. Really, like, obviously pulled from Google Images. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this was copied and pasted from, from Wikipedia. Yeah. But this is like, like, it says deer, and then it's just a long paragraph of facts about deer. It doesn't relate it back to the Jersey Devil at all. The season and the habitat that a deer lives in dictates a deer's diet. I'm not going to read all of Fantastic. That. Well, I mean, if anybody out there wants to know about deer, you can, you can Google them. Yeah. Like this guy did. Uh, moose, crane, mm-hmm. for some reason. Hammerhead bat. There we go. Kangaroo. Yeah. Um, horse. Yeah. Horses are known as hindgut fermenters. Okay. Uh, I love this book. Um, um, you know the best animal that I theory that I found. I gotta find where I wrote it, wrote it down so that I don't mispronounce it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Do do do. These are my notes about the. Th- okay. Here we go. So there's a, an author called Paul Evans uh, P- Peterson Jr. Okay. Um, but he thinks that it could be a dimorphodon. Okay. Which is a kind of dinosaur. Oh holy shit! Right. Right. Which would classify as a cryptid. Yes. Right? So uh, it's a medium-sized uh, pterosaur, which is a flying dino mm-hmm. from the early Jurassic period. Yep. Now, it's got a long head, mm-hmm. and it's got leathery wings that are, yeah, um, and two clawed hands, uh, and also then two feet and a long tail. So it fits okay. all, of the, all of the descriptions. Um, the fossils of it have only been found in Dorset and in Mexico, so, like... That's, it, that's two very interesting places to find it. Yeah. Dorset and Mexico. Yeah, not exactly next door to each other. No. But New Jersey is technically in the middle of that. So... Oh, I see. Draw a line from Mexico to Dorset. New yeah. Jersey. Fine there parents. Um, so, that, that was my favorite. Like, it, it could be an animal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, you know... Occam's razor, right? Yeah. The simplest explanation is usually... Oh, definitely. And this, I think, is the mm-hmm. simplest explanation is it's just a dinosaur. Yeah. Which, I mean, one of the theories is that there's, like, been a series of them, because obviously there's stories for 260 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there could be just a small cache of dinosaurs living out in New Jersey. Yeah, doing a really good job of, of hiding from people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So... There are a couple. I, w- I wanted to tell you about this this documentary about okay. William Shatner. I really want to hear about this. Yeah, okay, so this it was from this TV show called Weird or What. Okay. Uh, narrated by William Shatner, and they had a couple different like sections in each episode, but I only watched the uh, the Jersey Devil one because mm-hmm. that was the only relevant part. Yep. Uh, so he starts off by riding into frame on a horse oh my God. in front of his home. <laughs> Um, and then they do an interview with Lori Winkleman, who uh, saw the Jersey Devil like fairly recently. Oh shit! Um, 
She she's the person in Monster Quest as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and so for anyone, Lori Winkleman went out, was outside with her children, lived mm-hmm. right near the Pine Barrens. Yep, uh, saw it, ran into the home. They heard something on the roof and went out the next morning, and there was a line of like cloven hoof marks, but there were only two. Um, yep. Yeah. So then there's uh, <laughs> how they and that is Shatner goes. Was the winged creature that attacked Laurie and her son the deformed child of an 18th century witch? Uh, um, and then, the, and then they interviewed a whole bunch of uh, intellectuals. Intellectuals, in quotes. Well, actually, they are professors. So, okay. So we've got Deborah McGregor, who's a women's studies professor at the University of Illinois Springfield. Interesting. Yeah. So she had this theory that I saw come up a couple places, which is that uh, the Jersey Devil is a, th- is a myth that came out because of a really deformed child. Okay. Um, and that, uh, like, at the time, deformed children were thought to be children of the devil, like the God was punishing you. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, so it would have been known as a monster birth, and so the mother would have been, like, shamed for having this child. Um, and it was supposedly born at a time of high religious fervor. And I saw this repeated a couple places, and the, the documentary I was talking about where they had the footage of the, the Jersey Devil, there was one guy who was like, oh, yeah, it could have been, like, a deformed child who grew into, like, a crazy man who okay. ran up to the woods. Didn't super love that. Yeah. Like, literally demonizing the disabled. <laughs> yeah, that's not really okay. Yeah, and then there's a couple places, like, other places where people talked about, uh, like, records of men named Leeds who left money for, like, their quote-unquote troublesome brother which was code mm-hmm. but don't like that theory so no thanks deborah mcgregor yeah uh ian miller was a psychology phd student at the university of toronto and he says it's a meme but like the old kind of meme where it's just a repeated idea that oh, got no. bungled doesn't tell us what the original idea would have been so thanks <laughs> ian um <laughs> and then oh yeah douglas canland uh who's a professor of psychology at bucknell university says he's a feral child oh um but but it's like hundreds of years old. Yeah. So, so is it just like a series of feral children? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these are just, they were looking around for like professors who would speak to a documentary on the cheap. And people are like up for tenure. So they're like, I need to get my name out there a little more. Yep. I know literally nothing about the Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say feral child. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, <laughs> William Shatner closes it out with a fantastic quote. I can't wait. Where he says, wow, this story is getting more and more monstrous by the minute. At first, it's some witch having sex with the devil. And now this other guy actually believes that sweet, innocent children could become horrifying monsters. Is he crazy? Now, when he says this, he's walking across his lawn. Two children run by. And he, then he goes, hey, um, you can't play ball here. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my god and then this section ends with a fun fact on the screen and it says the guitar of legendary american blues musician robert johnson was said to have been tuned by the devil which not only has nothing to do with this but is not true because <laughs> i looked it up and how he tuned his guitar was called the devil's tuning but that's only because it was so difficult to play nobody could do it except him right um so, not tuned by the devil, just really hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Bell. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, Will? I want to watch. It sounds like the most Bill Shatner ass shit yes. in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's en- entirely on brand. Yeah. I want to watch this now. God damn it. Um, I can find the link for it again. I made a little playlist on YouTube of all my Jersey Devil documentaries. We should link that. Yes. If you want to if you want to do all the hard research that we've done. Yeah. Then, uh, well, mostly you've done. And drink uh, some wine, watch some Jersey Devil documentaries, mm-hmm. um, and really get to it. Yep. Absolutely. Just edu- educate yourself on the important issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about some other theories about what the Jersey Devil is, but first, while we're on the topic of TV shows. Okay. Is, um, <laughs> did you ever watch Cake Boss? Uh, so Cake mm-hmm. Boss was one of the cake shows that emerged at that period a couple years back where like TLC literally only showed shows about wedding cakes. Yes. Uh, I remember Cake Boss. Yeah, and yep. it took place in New Jersey. Yep. Yeah, and it was great because all of the guys had those, like, sort of, like, New Jersey accents and mm-hmm. would make all these elaborate cakes. Okay. I love your New Jersey accent. Thanks. <laughs> um, so there's an episode where they get hired by some New Jersey devil hunters oh to make a life-size <gasps> female New Jersey devil. Oh, my God. To put out into the woods to lure, uh, lure the, the Jersey Devil. A cake. A cake. It's six feet tall. <laughs> is it like 3D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like a standing up cake. It is one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. That sounds terrible. Oh, it's amazing. So it's, it's six feet tall. Mm-hmm. It's got, um, the legs are sort of like, is it a sat- satyr? You know, like the half yeah, the... goat, half man thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that sort of thing that's black. Right. And then the top is bright red with this horrifying red horse head that has these teeth like coming out like it's about to bite somebody. Uh. And then these black bat wings mm-hmm. that aren't actually that large, but you know, it's cake. Yep. And then, because it's supposed to be a, a lady New Jer- uh, Jersey devil. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know it's about to come. Oh, no. It's got titties. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, (laughs) in their defense like i mean this sounds awful it sounds like the worst thing but in their defense Mm -hmm. i mean it sounds like a feat in like cake engineering oh yeah absolutely like like the sheer technical skill required (laughs) sounds like through the roof. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, this got me thinking, right? Which, first of all, we, we don't know the, the sex or the gender of the Jersey Devil. We've right. been saying he, but we've yeah. got no proof. Yeah. Uh, second of all, if there's been lots of them, then there are both. Mm-hmm. Also, why is cake what attracts <laughs> the Jersey Devil? And also, why do we know that what it finds attractive is titties, right? That's like, true. humans are the only creature really to have them all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to court a different creature. It's true. It's it's a I mean, part of me thinks maybe the logic was okay, like obviously some people have brought some of their own assumptions mm-hmm. about gender and sexuality to the table yes. when they came up with this plan. The cake making table. Yep. The the cake table. Um <laughs> But they've obviously thought, okay, let's let's make a smoke and hot yeah. Jersey Devil babe. Yeah. Because that will attract the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. And also, another thing that we and most people, and therefore by extension the Jersey Devil, also likes is cake. Yes, that's true. You know, I like cake, you like cake. Yep. We all like cake. Yep. I mean, if you don't like cake, that's fine. I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm just judging saying. you a little bit. 
I had an old flatmate who didn't like cake. You shouldn't, you shouldn't cake shame people. <laughs> okay, fine. If you don't like cake, you can live your life how you want. Just let me eat my cake. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying balance of probability. Yeah, like yeah. if you poll the general public, I mm-hmm. think more people would be cake positive than yeah. cake negative. Yeah. And I just love the, the logic that, okay, here's two things that we could attract the Jersey Devil with. Let's just combine the two. Yeah. Like each one of these things on their own might mm-hmm. do the job, but if we put the two together, yeah. that suddenly we've doubled our chances. Yeah. Killing two birds with one stone mm-hmm. with the cake babe. The cake babe, as, as she will now be known. Yep. Um, yeah, I, unfortunately, I could only find pictures of this thing and descriptions because the episode aired in 2011. Oh, um, no. Yeah, but if anyone out there has video of this, I want to watch the whole episode because there's nothing I desire more in my life than watching those huge cake boss, guy, uh, cake boss guys talking about making this cake. Yeah, that sounds amazing. There, uh, mu- there must be a way. we gotta, we got to... Tr- Troll the dark net. Yeah. It'll be dark Google, somewhere. take me to the Forbidden Cake Boss episodes. <laughs> I think that's how that works. <laughs> yes. Do you want to hear about Monster Quest? I absolutely want to hear about Monster Quest. So, so I'm, I'm sad to learn that... What was her first name? Laurie Winkleman. Yeah. Laurie Winkleman. Yeah, she's on Monster Quest as well. She's obviously getting the, making yeah. the most of her, her Jersey Devil sighting. Well, if you've been because... scarred emotionally in that way, you may as well... You know, Try you, to you, sell your story to as many yeah. uh, documentaries as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, Monster Quest... I mean, the quest is to find the monster, mm-hmm. as in every episode of Monster Quest. Uh, spoiler alert, they do not definitively find the Jersey Devil. Oh, no. Unfortunately. <sighs> basically, the, the, the main thrust of the show is... It, they run through this woman's story and you've told it already about yep. how she was outside with her kids and they saw this Jersey devil and went up on the roof and mm-hmm. they ran inside. And basically they go to a number of experts to try to figure out what the deal is with the Jersey devil. So there's a guy who gets a search party and they go through the forest and don't find anything. Okay. Uh, that's not particularly interesting. There was one thing that was just my favorite and I really hope I've only seen this one episode of Monster Quest. I wanna wanna know whether this is like a repeated like this is a regular segment of okay. Monster Quest. But uh they have this guy, Mitch Parker, mm-hmm. a retired NYPD detective, <gasps> who they get to come in. Twenty two years on the job on the force. You know, he's he's got a lot of detective experience. Yeah. And he's the guy they hire. Mm-hmm. The hard hard nosed detective with a mustache to come in to try and find these monsters. <gasps> Uh, and it's just the best thing in the world. Because... I hope it's really regular. Yeah, I want so to speak I. to him. What was his name? His name is Mitch Parker, which is the most NYPD detective-ass name. Yes. And also, he had a partner called Frank at one point, <gasps> who was also an NYPD detective. Oh my gosh, Mitch Parker, if you want to speak to us. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear your stories. He had some great lines. <laughs> he was like, I like to, uh, well, you know, he's like a, he's like a high, hard-boiled detective, and he's like, well, you know, I go into every investigation with an open mind. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I mean, he's getting that dollar. Yeah, but but at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like to come in, take measurements, take some photographs, and then the thing I like to do the most is polygraph the witnesses. <laughs> I mean, if that's what if that's what does it for you. Yeah, I, he, he. I don't know. I just want to know how he got to this place in his life. And how do I get to that place in my life? Yeah, because that sounds like the best job. (laughs) It's just so 
so weird because it's like everyone else is like oh here's an expert on folklore and it's mm. like oh you're obviously just a crazy yeah. uh like pseudo scientist mm. and then there's just this this like police person it's like you had a credible job what are you doing here you don't belong here why, mitch why isn't he a police officer anymore he's retired Okay. Apparently. Okay, so he's just he's just passing the time. I mean, I mean as far as we know, some... what if he was, <laughs> what if he was like dishonorably discharged? Yeah. What? Did you... oh, what? But like, I mean, most retired people take up like I don't know woodworking or like model trains or I don't know traveling. Yeah, and this is actually pretty cool in comparison. Yeah. 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 It's like oh, I'm I'm done with my job. I don't want to have to solve murders anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become a monster hunter. And, like, no horrifying, like, bodies, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably... I mean, I mean, it's probably pretty chill, just just because you're probably never going to find anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just just, <laughs> just pretty chill, uh, pretty chill life. Were there any more fun nuggets from, uh, from Monster Quest? There was. Okay. So here's a, here's a theory. Okay. About uh, an alternative theory about where the Jersey Devil comes from. Okay. Which is, there's a government lab... Oh, I haven't heard this theory yet. The Plum Island Animal Disease Center. Oh my gosh, is it is it in New Jersey? It's in New Jersey, <gasps> colloquially referred to as Monster Island. <gasps> so in the before nineteen fifty four, it was a U.S. military research base. Oh my gosh. In nineteen fifty four, it was abandoned by the military, and uh, it was taken up by the CDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, these days, we know do all sorts of nefarious things exactly. involving monsters yeah right. this yeah. is fact they're they're involved in the illuminati we all know this yes um it's now used to study livestock diseases <gasps> it's now operated by the department of homeland security uh there are rumors that during the cold war they were developing bioweapons for use against the russians okay um and yeah i mean they they do spend a long time going and talking to the guy there yeah it's a very boring ass dude okay in a suit basically saying that nothing they do there is secret and yeah. that they can talk all about their research mm-hmm. um and that you know all they do is is study diseases in livestock and it's it's all above board and you can see it all uh, like it's none of it is secret the only reason that that, that like they are careful with the borders is to to avoid these contagions getting out mm-hmm. which to me sounds like the perfect cover story yeah because it's so boring of... nobody would ever ask right it's like this guy is is offering a perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. and perfectly believable solution and for that reason i just do not believe him even a little oh, bit oh no no also for it to go from what you said military to cdc mm-hmm. to homeland security mm-hmm. that that's a questionable line mm-hmm. right there so i'm i'm like at this point like probably 92 percent sure that they were doing some kind of animal experimentation and accidentally created the jersey devil but so but the the building's too recent like it doesn't go back to 1735 i mean as far as we know okay well i was gonna say maybe it's one of those things where you have uh you know this group back in 1735 and they just sort of make themselves look legitimate mm-hmm. as bureaucracy develops over time yep. uh, I, i'd buy that yeah. This oh, in my research I'd already found the stuff about the cake and William Shatner and how you've got a government conspiracy. You've just made my day. I'm just saying. We haven't even all... gotten to the Benjamin Franklin stories. <laughs> Wait, what? <gasps> Did you not find this? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is the most common thing that comes up about like where the theory came like where the, the myth came from. Mm-hmm. And it's about um 
Daniel and Titan Leeds. Okay. So, Great names. Right. So they lived in southern New Jersey in the 18th century uh, in Pine Barrens. That's why it's called Leeds Point. It comes yep. from them. Okay. Um, so Daniel Leeds, he published Almanacs, which was like the hot thing to do at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually found an article from the New Yorker at 2009, and they'd done an article of top 10 books of 1709 uh, because 2009 was a easier time when we could just post, write things like that because there was no troubling news. <laughs> um, but there were only 13 books that came out in New Jersey in that time. It may have been in all the colonies. Okay. Um, and Daniel Lee's Almanac was one of three non-religious books, and the New York put it at number one. Wow. Right. So he was a Quaker, but the southern New Jersey Quaker community cast him out for using occult symbols and astrology in his almanac. Oh, I mean, he just sounds like an interesting person right? at this point. So he, he like, wrote an apology, and then he doubled down and wrote anti-Quaker pamphlets, right? Nice. So he was like, sorry, guys, not sorry at all. <laughs> um, so the Quaker community called him Satan's Harbinger. Um, That's a good title. Yeah, right? I like this guy a lot. <laughs> um, he also sided with a super-hated royal governor of the state, and he was a royalist, so people didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Also, so he had this son called Titan, so Titan Leeds, yep. solid name. Good name. Um, I didn't look up the timeline of um, like when he was cast out and when his son was born. However, if like a very Christian community is telling you that you're not Christian enough, I feel like naming your son after beings that are supposed to have existed on Earth before Pantheon of Gods that they don't believe in uh-huh. is like not the way to send the message that you're on their side. Yeah, <laughs> like, I see your point. Yeah. Um, like you could have named him Daniel, like something biblical, and he was like, no. Greek mythology, come at me. Um, so anyway, so uh, old Titan, he took over the, the almanac business. Okay. Put the Leeds family crest on, on the front of it, which has a wyvern on it. Great. Which is, you know, a winged two-headed dragon. Yep. Right. So at the time, young Benjamin Franklin uh, was starting his own almanac, Poor Richard's Almanac, and he wanted to stir up some press. So in his almanac, he printed a prediction that Titan Leeds would die in 1733. Um, You know, just for funsies. Yeah, but why wouldn't you? (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, So Titan took this very personally for (laughs) whatever reason. (laughs) At the time, you have to remember, Benjamin Franklin at this point is like an apprentice in a print shop. Like He's not the international man of booze and womanizing that we fondly remember in American history. Uh Um, He's just like some punk kid. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so Titan takes this very personally, printed back that Franklin was a fool and a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Franklin says that Titan, that he was wrong. He, Franklin was wrong. Um, and that Titan actually had already died and had come back just to annoy him from the grave. <laughs> That's a bold play. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and also just to be like, yeah, this guy came back specifically to annoy me. Like me, the 13-year-old apprentice. Am that important? That's like, that... the, that's the worst, like, schoolyard argument of all time. It's like someone comes up to you and it's like, you're going to die. And he's like, no, I'm not. Go away. It's like, oh, actually, you're already dead. It's like, what are, you t- what are you talking about? No, but this is like some school kid coming up to you and you're like coming home from you know, your job at a university and a kid being like, you're going to die. And you're being like, you're going to die. And him being like, you already died. Like, it's not, you're not speaking to a peer. Right. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, 
poor Richard's almanac ended up killing the Leeds almanac. And I mean, we still learn about poor Richard's in school and in the U.S., but not Leeds almanac. And then Titan Leeds actually died in 1738, which is close to the 1735 date uh, that we talked about. Is that three years? Yeah, no. And so people say that because, like, the wyvern is sort of that shape and it's about the same time and the Leeds name, mm-hmm. that this is where it came from. But that's boring and not true. Like, this is just a fun story involving Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. And the Leeds devil is definitely, yeah, it's definitely out there. I'm definitely, at this point, heavily in the, um, I'm in the U.S. government conspiracy camp right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I can't, I don't know if I'd want that one or the dinosaur. Uh, the dinosaur is pretty good. What if they're t- the government's testing on dinosaurs? Oh, that's it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the one. Because aliens, Area 51. Yep. Dinosaurs, Southern New Jersey. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all the Illuminati. Yep. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any more things you want to share about the Jersey Devil? Oh, boy. I oh, mean, my gosh. We've still got this book. <gasps> yes, share more from we've the book. We've got so much in the book. Okay. I, mean, I mean, what do you want? I'm going to go through my little... Okay, okay, so uh, what's the selection? Let's go through... Okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's read about... Let's, let's, let's learn some more about the character of the author of this book. Okay. Um, because he's an interesting fellow, Mr. Chris Chaos. Okay. Prone to go off on weirdly personal tangents. <laughs> So he tells you about his life? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, so so I should say probably as much of this book is dedicated to talking about him and the people he's working on this with okay. as talks about the Jersey Devil. Okay. So this is this is from a section entitled Excerpt from the Bloody Rise of Axis Video. So Axis Video is his production company that... I, I actually don't think I've mentioned this yet, but he was making a documentary called The Search for the Jersey Devil. Okay. And this book is kind of like a tie-in with the film, which I looked for online but couldn't find anywhere, sadly. Okay. Um, and I'm going to read what he said about a guy called J.R., uh, who is a guy he's worked with um, while writing this book, who's another Jersey Devil hunter. Okay. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a little bit about this. Mm. Let's read a few paragraphs here. During the process of finding people to interview, interview for the film, we decided to contact the producers of the 13th Child film to be included. We simply sent them an email of what we were doing, and they happily agreed to be a part of our project. At the same time, we were contacted by a club promoter in Philly, J.R., who also was working on his own Jersey Devil pro- projects. His outfit and ours teamed up to work on several projects, but J.R.'s impatience outweighed his usefulness. And once he learned that we had access <laughs> to the producers of the 13th Child, he flipped out because he tried for several months to contact them and was turned down. So J.R. decided to throw a monkey wrench into our production and attempted to tarnish our reputation with lies. Oh, no. He contacted many of the people that were working with us and spread some vicious lies and rumors. But people that worked with us and knew this to be false called him on it. Long story short, he was isolated and alone. J.R. turned to heavy drugs and drinking, and one night, late night, he crashed his car in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and died. Oh, what? That's not how I was expecting that story to end. That's horrible. Poor J.R. This story has not ended. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Several months later, we were filming an event for a model friend of ours, and J.R.'s ex-girlfriend, a horrible wreck of a person, was somewhat coherent enough to be running this event and told us that cameras were not allowed on the property. We knew this to be bullshit. (laughs) Since we filmed this location in the past, she was just carrying the grudge and knew we had dirt on her. 
So after this, we moved outside and concluded the interview. Oh my gosh. The end. <gasps> what? Poor JR. I know, right? Yeah. Oh. That's a grudge. <laughs> that is a grudge. Um, we should probably mention, we haven't mentioned yet, but there are actually a couple films based on the Jersey Devil. So this is The 13th Child. It's a horror film. Yeah, I haven't um, seen it actually. Neither have I, but that's because I can't watch horror films by myself. Okay. Um, yeah, and th- th- I think there's actually two of them that are named variations of The 13th Child. Yeah. Um, and they have like fairly decent, ca- or at least one of them has fairly decent casts. Um, terrible reviews, though. Uh, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how you know it's a good film. <laughs> yeah. A horror film, because it's been poorly reviewed. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we can do some more book bits now. Okay, if you want. yeah. I mean, would you rather hear about Hot Wings, mm-hmm. or would you like to hear... A, uh, an entire blow by blow description of the trailer for the film The Search for the Jersey Devil. Um, which one? Which one is more intriguing? So let's do. I think they're both quite short. So let's just do both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I think I think this is uh, one of shall we say a few uh, editing decisions okay. in this book. Okay. Is. Uh, I mean, I'm showing Lois this here. I'll describe it to you as well. Okay. Uh, there's a picture here, a section called the Jersey Devil Jawbone, with okay. a picture of a guy and a couple of paragraphs of text. Yeah, just two. They're very short. If you move to the the next two page spread, if I just turn this page mm-hmm. here, <gasps> it's the same picture but bigger. It's the same picture but bigger. A section titled Sinner Sacrum. And then the same like size of two paragraphs. And there's two paragraphs of text. I'd like to point out that these paragraphs do not take up the whole page. They do not. No. Like, I'd, uh, I'd estimate this book is probably about thirty percent just blank space. Yeah, at least. Um, but the important thing about this section is basically this guy has has written a page, mm-hmm. uh, included an image, and then immediately he has like rewritten the same thing. Um, <laughs> So these these two paragraphs are mm. both on both pages. They're, they're are not they the, the same, same paragraphs? They're not the same paragraphs. Okay. The content is the same. Okay. But he has basically written it and then forgotten he wrote it and then written it again on the next Fantastic. page. But he does... I just wanted to share because he, he does some good descriptions of Hot Wings. Okay, okay. Um, they're basically, it's about them meeting this guy who has supposedly a jawbone for the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it isn't. Oh. Um... But they, he just does a, a really nice description mm-hmm. of the two hours while they're waiting to meet this guy and they go for hot wings. Mm-hmm. With two hours to kill, we went to a local bar to pass the time. In luck, it was hot wing time. So after many wings and a few beers, we returned back to the stand and there he was. The man that had the Jersey Devil jawbone. So that's the first account of... Okay. I mean, just a nice passing, passing mention of hot wings. Yeah. Yeah. But then... Uh... The second time, he doesn't go into as much detail. He just says, we drove to the local bar and passed the time drinking beer and eating wings. So he took the hot modifier out. Yeah. Just they weren't that good. Maybe. Obviously not hot enough. Yeah. Well. But but yeah, no, I just wanted to give you a little bit of flavor of how this this book is laid out. Well, there was a book that I saw referenced elsewhere. There was another guy who did a, a documentary in a Italian book. Um, about the hunt for the Jersey Devil, but his name was not Chris Chaos. I can't remember what it was, but he apparently is descended from the Leeds family. Oh my God! Um, and, but apparently his grand when he was growing up, his grandmother was just like, "Yep, you're related to the Jersey Devil," um, <laughs> and apparently that's just like a common thing for people with the last name from New Jersey. That for, like from childhood, they're like, "Yep, you're related to the Jersey Devil." Um, that's pretty cool. Though. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And so he does this whole thing about sort of like family history in New Jersey. So it's not very Jersey Devil related. But um, I just <laughs> like that that's like a, a fabric of everyday life in New Jersey. Yeah. It's just, um, oh, there's Steve. <laughs> he's related to the Jersey, the Jersey Devil. <laughs> well, I mean, they do love the Jersey Devil in New Jersey. Besides naming their hockey team after it, they did declare it their uh, the official state demon of New Jersey in 1938. Wait, is this a thing? Yeah, this is... Is this, like, outside of New Jersey? Like, do other states have a well, state demon? I'm not sure. I don't think they do, but I'm not... I don't know. So, not only did they care enough about it to name it the state demon, they also just invented the concept of a state demon. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, every state's got, like, their flag and their bird and their flower. Mm-hmm. This is a thing we have to learn in school. Yep. Um, but I think that some states just have other things. Because some states have, like, state rocks. Um... I guess it's whatever that state's proud of. And New Jersey was like, mm, like the Jersey Devils, we can have a state demon or like oil refinery plant. And like, <laughs> who can pick a favorite oil refinery plant? Probably people from New Jersey. <laughs> Probably. If you have a favorite oil refinery plant, yeah. please let us know. Does Wisconsin have an official cheese? Uh, I guess I like cheddar. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, we're going to have to look into this and find out. I just want to know if there are more state demons is the thing. Oh, well, I don't know if there are any other states that are ballsy enough to declare a state demon. Like, the U.S. is a very Christian nation, and to just be like, no, a state demon. Yeah. One nation under God, but this state <laughs> under the devil. <laughs> That's the first argument I've heard that makes me want to live in Jersey. <laughs> okay. Let's do a, a live read of okay. the Search for the Jersey Devil teaser trailer. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so ready. From the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of written, not unlike beat poetry. <gasps> okay. Black. <gasps> Thunderclap. Piano tone. Can't do that one. <laughs> 35 millimeter projector sound. Shot of pine barren trees with vintage FX on. Ooh. <laughs> Low growl sound effects. Mm-hmm. Darkened trees. Dark drone 001 sounds fade into. Mm-hmm. Fade into drone hum wobble. Mm-hmm. What lurks in the pine barrens? Either text on screen or ominous voice speaking. So this isn't even the final draft. Who knows? Man? <laughs> in 1966, a farm was raided and 31 ducks, three geese, four cats, and two dogs were killed. Mm-hmm. One of the dogs was a large German shepherd, which had its throat ripped out. Flash red in between each word. Dinosaur? <laughs> Frank Chill talking about dinosaur theory. Okay. Frank Biological Chill. creature? Laura talking about her, cre- her theory. Mm-hmm. Various snippets talking about what the Jersey Devil looks like. Mm-hmm. In 2013, the Jersey Devil will turn 278. <gasps> Men stated over the years have the jersey devil's bones flash several scenes of the bones pine barrens trees in black and red fx low pulsating mechanical sounding hum fade to black <gasps> the end amazing so was that guy called frank chill frank chill what a name yeah what wanna, a, does sure chris it's... chaos just only befriend people with equally magnificent names apparently so because if my name was chris chaos that's definitely how i'd live my life yeah here we go Frank Chill. Here's a picture of Frank with a Jersey Devil hat. Oh, look at him. He doesn't look like a Frank Chill. He's got like a really sort of stripy sweater. 
He looks pretty chill, though. Yeah, he does look pretty like, chill. That's a chill expression. Yeah, yeah, he does. I, I mean, I wish I could convey this through the audio <laughs> medium to you. This guy just has a chill ass face. His <laughs> eyes are really far apart. They are really far apart. Uh, yeah. Um, I did find a great quote from something because we're talking about great quotes. Where it was a YouTube documentary, and uh, oh, here we go. It's from New Jersey Devil Looking for a Legend. Uh, it was a, it was a, just a couple minutes long, um, and but they like talk to local uh, like shopkeepers, mm-hmm. and this is the best one. Who's who's just listed as Mike, shop owner. Okay, and it says. He just says, we've seen weird stuff. We saw, we were walking the dog one day and we saw a very large owl, larger than any owl should be. It had a wingspan of, I don't know, probably six feet or so. Jeez. I mean, that sounds like a big owl, but also I think owls can get pretty big. Yeah. From what I know. Yeah, definitely. But I, <laughs> thank you, Mike, for that. Mike is just like, I saw a big owl. Yeah. Oh, I found the name of that guy who's descendant of Mother Leeds. Oh, yeah, what is it? Bill Sprouse. Oh, that's a good name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds um, like a good, hard-working... Yeah. Good, hard-working guy. Yeah, and then uh, this Man documentary also, to convey the horse head, kept using shots of horses that had a red effect on the eyes. Okay. And they just used the same shot over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, all power to him for using horse heads, except that it had... It was like a horse in, like, a bridle. You know, so yeah. it wasn't like we've photoshopped this. It was like, this is a horse that somebody's riding and we've just made the eyes red. Also, the first time it does it, it zooms. It was telling a story of some people who had seen the Jersey Devil while riding horses. Okay. And it just zooms in on one of their horses, turns the eye red. So it's like, not only did you see the Jersey Devil, you were riding the Jersey Devil this <laughs> yeah, whole time. Exactly. The Jersey Devil has infected your horse. It's two steps ahead. <laughs> Wait, quick, write this down. I have a new film idea. <laughs> you thought you were hunting the Jersey Devil, but the Jersey Devil is already in your home. In your home, cooking you dinner. Yeah. You know? You married Patting the your dog. Devil. And then it turns out the Jersey Devil was just really chill all along. And yeah. And you have a happy and fulfilling relationship for the rest of your life. Okay, this isn't a film. I've changed my mind. This is our new sitcom. Yep. Okay. That sounds good. This, I think this... Uh, this this brings us neatly into what I was envisioning as a regular segment okay. of the Cryptid Zone. Okay. Entitled, Would You Date? <gasps> Lois, I put to you the question. Oh my gosh. Would you date the Jersey Devil? Oh my god. Okay, I've got to think about this. Yeah, it's a tough question. It is it? a tough question. I feel like you got to, first you got to make some assumptions. Mm-hmm. You do have to make some assumptions. And then based on those assumptions, then you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Gosh. I definitely want to be very, very good friends with the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I, this is exactly how I'm feeling as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know if I'd want to date because I don't think I want to live in the Pine Barrens. Okay. Um, because, I mean, I'm a woman of the city, and also you'd have to live in southern New Jersey. Um, yeah. And he, I, I also just don't feel like the Jersey Devil can be brought into the city, like... He's been in the Pine Barrens for at least 260 years. But, but okay, and, and um, let me pitch this to you. Okay. Because we mentioned some kind of a sitcom scenario. Yes. What about, are you aware of the existence of the American television sitcom Perfect Strangers? No. Okay. The basic premise is mm-hmm. uh, a European uh, Already hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You, you know. had me at European. <laughs> Basically, okay. uh, an American hard-working Midwestern Joe, yeah. regular regular Joe, mm-hmm. uh, finds out he has a European cousin okay. 
who comes to live with him in the big city. Okay. And they get into all kinds of hilarious hijinks. Okay. So what I'm pitching to you mm -hmm. is like a, a perfect Strangers-esque. Okay. Jersey Devil comes, like, like I'm maybe not even in a dating capacity, maybe okay. just in a, some kind of roommate situation. Yes. Jersey Devil comes to the city, mm -hmm. you know, isn't used to life in the big city. That's true. Is, is used to living in the forest, mm -hmm. uh, foraging from farms, yeah. killing the occasional pig. Yeah. Or, 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 or duck. Or duck. <laughs> yeah. Or anything. Oh, you said dog. I thought you said duck. I did say duck because you said duck earlier. Did I say duck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When you were reading from the book. Did I? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, in the trailer, yeah. Yes. We'll edit this part out. <laughs> we won't. I'm, no. I'm too lazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. But, but I mean, I feel like this is a, a ripe area for... I can picture it. And then, like, people come over. You don't want to reveal it's the Jersey Devil. So you sort of, like, put on, like, a, a hat yep. and, like, scarf. And Baseball you're like, hat. yeah, this is just Steve. He doesn't talk much. Um don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> I can just envision the Jersey Devil trying to do the self-checkout line at Tesco. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I don't think I want to date the Jersey Devil to yeah. answer the ultimate question because um, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like... I feel like the Jersey Devil is an independent creature. It can't, can't be tied down. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And the sort of friend you just see lots. You're both doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. But would maybe make a good roommate. If they so. do the dishes... Yeah, I don't know if the Jersey Devil would do the dishes, is the thing. Well, he's got clawed hands, so no excuses. What do you, well, no, that would make it harder to do the dishes. Well, right? but it's not like he's got four hooves, you know? He's got two hands with well, digits. Yeah, but you can't grip a plate very well. With, mm. Like, if I gave you some talons and said, hold this plate. Okay. Okay, so he can take the bins out. Okay. I'll do no, the dishes. Again, probably poke holes in the bin bag. Do it, do it carefully. Okay. Um... In charge of cleaning the bathroom. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As long as he makes up his half the rent. Mm-hmm. Fine. Cool. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, cleans up uh, animal bones after himself if he's going out and eating pigs. Okay, right. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. You, you meant that you would have oh, a lot no. of animal bones laying no. around that he would clean up. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> would you date the Jersey Devil? Uh, I think... I'm I'm actually I thought about this and I'm basically in exactly the same camp as you. Okay. Because he seems like. Uh, so so my picture. Are you aware of in Manchester of the nightclub Satan's Hollow? Um, I am. Oh, I've been there actually. Yeah. I had to, it took a moment to remember. Yes, I have been in there. Yeah, like a like a metal. Yes. Nightclub. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So for anybody listening who's unfamiliar with Satan's Hollow, it's uh it's over by uh some a whole like row of clubs, mm -hmm. right? And it's just this metal bar. It's across the road, and it's got a big stage, and uh, I don't know, big dance floor. Uh, it just it is a metal bar. It's I I went in there. Loads of guys in leather jackets. Yep. Loads of women in corsets. Mm -hmm. Um. Didn't really understand any of the music. Yep. But it was New Year's Eve. I was very drunk. That's all I remember of it. Yeah, I went there like <laughs> like um I went there a few times because uh, some people my girlfriend used to live with used mm -hmm. to hang out there all the time, and I don't know. I just I just see the Jersey Devil as one of those guys who goes there, you know, <laughs> kind of like a metal dude. Okay. Kind of dude who. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to hang out with. He seems like a, a chill dude. Yeah. But yeah, no, not really my thing. Uh, fair not, enough. Not in my romance wheelhouse, I don't think. Yeah. 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 Well, 
Well, we've settled that. So, yeah. Jersey Devil, if you're listening, mm-hmm. we'd love to be your pal. Yeah, don't take it personally. No, we just... Not in like a we don't want to date you, but yeah. in just we do want you in our lives. Let's be friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good se- segment. Thank I you th- for thinking I that. I thought so. I thank you. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to say about the Jersey Devil? I don't know. I think that I've hit all of my super great points. Um, I'm, see, I'm flicking through this book, and yeah, I think I've covered all the all the best. I mean, there is like a lot of information out there then there are lots of blogs and stuff and so if anybody out there wants to there are just like endless writings about the jersey devil and there's i think well at the time that i watched a documentary there was like a yearly um like folk art thing uh about the jersey devil i can't remember where i wrote it down um and uh oh hang on here it is um Oh, yeah, but there, there's a place where they do, like, a yeah, yearly little, like, folk festival. So if you're in New Jersey as well, you could just uh, go see that. There was There is a little part of me as I was doing research <laughs> for this that was like, I wish I was still in the U.S. so I could just get in my car and drive to New Jersey and walk around the Pine Barrens for a weekend. Well, I had a thought where I was like, well, you know, when I'm home for Christmas, I won't be that far away from... <laughs> yeah, that's right. North and, Carolina isn't too bad. Well, right? yeah, and, uh, my boyfriend and I were talking about going to New York, so if we're driving down right through New Jersey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, we could make a little... I might, I might have to float this idea. <laughs> yeah. I think I think definitely if we if we think about UK ones, which, mm-hmm. which in, for future shows... Yes. We, we could. I, I found a new one, field. by the way. Oh, really? Yes, we'll, we'll have to. Do, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. I'd be really up for like a field trip. Okay. Yes, definitely. Sometime. Okay. <laughs> Let's do some actual monster hunting. Yes. All right. Well, I think I think that brings us to the end. Yeah, I think we've we've exhausted all of our all of our notes. All of our notes. Uh, well, thank you everybody listening for joining us on this journey into fun facts about the Jersey Devil. I've learned so much. You, me too. Um, you can find us in the world of social media. Yeah. Uh, we have a Twitter. We do, at CryptidZone. Mm-hmm. I'm also trying to get the URL cryptid.zone. But, so watch this space for that. Yeah, that should come up. Um, you can email us as well. Oh, uh, we have, so we have several emails. Do We're we? working with a temporary email right now, yes. which is cryptidzone at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All one word. Once we get cryptid.zone, I'm determined <laughs> that our email address will be enter.the at cryptid.zone uh, but that's not the email address at the moment so if you do want to email us it's just cryptidzone at gmail.com for yeah. now um, yeah so get in touch with us on uh, Twitter like we said uh, if you have any s- sighting stories yeah if you if you want to please send them to us not just of uh, the Jersey Devil any your local cryptid if you have a cryptid you think we should research mm-hmm. send it our way yep. um, if you just want to send us lovely comments or pictures of your cat do that too. Yeah, that's good too. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Um, where can people find you on the internet? They where they can find me. You can find me on Twitter at uh, at sup it's Lois. So that's S U P I T S L O I S. Nice. Um, and where can they find you? Uh, I'm just at Jeremy underscore Hughes. How Hughes. do you spell that? Because you spell it weird. Yeah. All right. I got that. Right <laughs> uh, Jeremy. I'm not going to spell Jeremy for you. If you don't know how to spell Jeremy, that's your problem. Uh, Hughes is H E W E S. Once again, that is H E W E S, Jeremy underscore Hughes. Yep. Uh, I have a, another music radio show at Distant Sounds if you want to follow that. Uh, but yeah, that's basically 
I just, all my tweets are bad, but follow me anyway. <laughs> all of my tweets are currently about Star Trek. <laughs> um, yeah. That won't be forever. <laughs> no, but it's good. You yeah. do good tweets. <laughs> Thanks. Um, anyway, uh, we'll be back next month mm-hmm. with uh, another hour of another uh, cryptid. Thinking the Cornish owl person. Owl man? Oh, someone? Yeah. Cornish owl something. Well, we're coming over to the UK for next month's. Yep metaphorically we're already here physically yeah yeah (laughs) but in spirit in spirit oh god let's just that's it that's the end okay (laughs) see you next month goodbye bye